Is he lying to you? Maybe you're wondering right now if the person that you're with is being honest. If he's telling you the truth about where he's been, about what he's been doing, about who he's been with, about if he's actually being honest to you, faithful to you, loyal to you, or is there something else going underneath the surface? Narcissists are known by being riddled with lies, by having lie upon lie upon lie to what they're eating, to where they're going, to what they're doing, to who they're with, to anything. And it starts to be uh, something that becomes very habitual to the point that it's almost innate. You ask them something and a lie rolls off their tongue easier than breathing because it's what they've been used to for such a long period of time. For me, I would lie to everyone, but I had to lie really close to the truth. I had to lie really close to what was reality so that I didn't get too confused. Because otherwise I would get confused, I would tell people the wrong things, I would communicate to the wrong people at the wrong time, and then my stories would mess up and then I'd get caught in a lie. I learned from a young age that I had to appear like I was a bad liar. Always seemed like I was a bad liar. People could be like, I can tell when you're lying, and I always used to let them think that they could tell I was lying. And what it did is it let me get caught in a bunch of these little lies so that when I wanted to make the big lie, or when it was actually on the line of me getting in big trouble, I would avoid it. This continued moving into high school, into college, into regular life, where I continued to uphold this level of being able to lie really easily, really quickly to anybody and everybody. Now, the whole point was let me avoid the accountability. Let me avoid what's actually going on and let me try to move away from any shame or guilt that I have so that I can move forward and feel better about when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply myself. Today, I want to talk a little bit just about how the narcissist lies, how to be able to spot some of the lies, how to be able to understand some of the lies that are going on, and to start moving forward in your growth and in your development, not being stuck in dealing with his lies long term. If you're new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness of narcissistic abuse. I break people free from the obsessive thinking, rumination, trauma bond of being with a toxic person. If you want to know how I do that, you can go to rawmotivations.com. We'd love to be able to help you move forward in your healing, in your growth, and in your development. When we talk about narcissists and lying, one of the first things that comes up is there being inconsistencies in their statements. You might find something that they say to you one day, and then the next day they say something completely different. You're like, wait a second, what's actually true? And you're going to notice that there's going to be a lot of inconsistencies. Now, some of these are going to be with you, and some of these are going to be with you and with someone else. So when you start to compare stories to your friends, to your family, to coworkers, whoever might interact with him, you might start to notice there's inconsistencies with what he's saying versus what's actually happening. One of the first signs that you can see with any deception is a toxic person having these inconsistencies of where their story doesn't seem to match up 100%. Something seems to be off. Now, the thing is, you can have a person that's forgetful, yes, but when you have a lot of these going back and forth and you start to see it with multiple people, you're like, wait a second, this doesn't match up. 
Like I mentioned before, a lot of times a good liar has to stay very close to the truth because otherwise the inconsistencies will catch them. Think of it this way. A lot of times you can have a toxic person that is talking one way to one person and then saying something to another person. If it's both grounded in truth, they're going to feel much more believed. They're going to come across much more believable and they're probably not going to get caught because it's very, very similar. They only changed around one piece of the story. So when you start to notice these, you start to notice how there's inconsistencies in their stories, in their statements, it starts to make you aware that something's not right and there's some type of a lie. Think of it this way. A popular one is your partner claims to be working late, but then you later discover that their location doesn't match their story. Instead, you saw a snap from someone, you saw an interaction with someone, you saw a story from someone, you're like, wait a second, you were actually there. No, it wasn't. And they go into gaslighting, a bunch of other stuff. Okay. But you start to notice there's an inconsistency. Now, if you're seeing this in small ways, it's probably going to start happening in bigger ways, or you just don't know that it's happening in bigger ways yet. It's very hard for someone to step into this realm of lying and just have it stop at a small lie. Instead, it continues to grow and fester and move forward larger and larger. And narcissists love this because then they can hide who they actually are. They can hide what's actually going on underneath the surface. Now, the other thing you have is nonverbal cues. Now, with nonverbal cues, these can get a little dicey, okay? But with nonverbal cues such as body language, facial expressions, sometimes they will start to reveal the truth. Sometimes just the truth of what's inside. Of like, hey, this person, they seem closed off. They seem angry. They seem frustrated. Whatever it might be, you can start to notice their words and what they're looking like don't seem to match up. I love you. And then they're like, they're like mad. You're like, hmm, something might be off. You're going to see nonverbal cues happen a lot of times with covert narcissists where they're telling you they're fine. But what it looks like is it looks like they're mad at you where they say, hey, everything's great. Everything's good. But they ignore you. But they give you the silent treatment. You'll see different things where you'll see these inconsistencies show up in nonverbal cues in what's happening and what they're saying versus what they're doing how they're coming across. Now, when we talk through the aspect of lying, popular opinion is people thinking like, oh, well, he didn't lie to me because he looked at me straight in the eye. A lot of liars, especially good ones, know that they can look at you straight in the eye and tell the lie. Sometimes it's when they have to look away because when they look away, sometimes they're trying to think of the story that they're coming up with. They have to imagine what actually was it. They have to not just remember something, but they have to make something up. Sometimes with the nonverbal cues and even like the moments is sometimes it's the pauses, the pauses of where you have an answer that happens really quickly. You're like, that seemed really fast. They didn't even have to think about it. And then sometimes you have awkward pauses because they're trying to figure out what to be able to say. Think of it this way. Sometimes you'll have it where you'll ask a question and the person will be like, I didn't hear you. Or the person will repeat the question back to you and have you basically repeat the question back to them. Sometimes this is a stalling tactic to try to make sure that they're getting enough time to plan what they're going to tell you. You see, a narcissist wants to know what you know. So he's going to try to fact find as much as he can. Well, what do you know about it? Like, I didn't know I did anything. Like, what, 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 did, what, did, what did someone say about me? Trying to get information so they know how much to actually confess to, how much they need to own up to so they can continue to move past it. A lot of times you want you'll have narcissists that want to show up in a certain way to be like, oh, I'm honest, I'm open, when in reality, they're being very closed off. 
Think of it this way. You'll have a narcissist sometimes that will be like, hey, ask me anything. I'm an open book. I'm willing to tell you anything you want. Like I'm willing to open up however you want. Oftentimes, this is just a narcissist that is putting the blame on you. Now, what I mean by that is like they're putting the blame and the responsibility on you that you have to come up with the questions that you don't know, looking for the answers that you have no clue what you're looking for to their actions. You know, they might say, ask me anything, and you didn't ask it exactly a certain way. Are you cheating at, with Cindy at two o'clock in the dining room? Well, you know, it was two o'clock in the kitchen, so therefore I don't need to answer that. Like, like literally, they'll justify it in so many different ways. Okay, so when you have a narcissist that oftentimes says, like, ask me anything, I'll be honest, I'll be open. It's like, hey, put all your cards on the table so I can see what you know, so I can hide the stuff that I don't want you to see. That makes sense? Okay, a lot of times it's just a way to try to be able to make sure that they're in control over the narrative. Okay, think of it this way. Um, sometimes you might have a narcissist that is looking at you and lying to you. Sometimes you might have one that's avoiding eye contact. Trying to be able to say, like, if I avoid eye contact, then maybe you won't notice that something's wrong. Maybe he's just nervous. Maybe there's like these different things happening with his voice or with how he's interacting. Once you start noticing the signs, a lot of times you'll be able to tell this person is lying to me. Now, the other thing I want you to understand is you have to cross-check things with evidence. So many times you want to go off of your gut, and I get that. But you're going to have times where you need to know what is the actual demonstration. Because he keeps saying that he loves me, what is actually demonstrated? What is actually shown? He says he loves me, but he doesn't make me a priority. Not demonstrated. He says he loves me, but he hasn't been 100% honest with me. No evidence there. He said he's, he loves me, but he's still interacting with his ex. He's still cheating on me with someone else. Not demonstrated. No evidence. You have to be able to put the word demonstrate in front of some of the attributes you want in the relationship to see if they even match up. I want a person who's loving, okay? How does he demonstrate love? I want a person who's honest. How does he demonstrate honesty? I want a person who cares about me. Okay, well, how does he demonstrate care? How does he show that on a consistent basis? And you're like, well, he shows me care. He gets me flowers. He takes me out, all this stuff. How does he demonstrate emotional vulnerability? How does he demonstrate when he's wrong? What's the evidence of him actually apologizing and having changed behavior? You see, when you start to layer this on over and over, you start to be like, oh, now I'm actually seeing it. There's a lot of things that he doesn't demonstrate. There's not evidence there. If you want to know if a person's lying, you can look for evidence. Oftentimes that evidence is just from their words versus their actions. What does it look like? What does it come across like? If you're able to see the difference, this means sometimes you have to put your feelings to the side for a moment just to be like, okay, let me just data analyze. What are the facts of the situation? He says he loves me but he won't actually leave his ex. Like he says he cares, but he won't actually show up when I ask him to show up. Like, he says I'm a priority, but he doesn't answer my texts and he never shows up on time. Like there's gonna be a list. And when you start to notice the list, you're able to actually get clear. If you can get clear about the facts of the situation, you can start to learn how to be free from toxicity. Even if that means they're getting lied to 24 seven. If I can help you with this, go to rawmotivations.com today. Inside the Clarity Challenge is one of the biggest ways we break people free from narcissistic abuse, mentally and emotionally. The place where you're like, ah, I just want to be free, but I still want to go back. If you need help with that, please reach out today.